When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met fellow adventurers. So last time we finally defeated Woundskin, or to be more accurate, had him temporarily withdraw from this particular attack. But he will be back. He's he's not dead or anything. He's just gone back to whichever whichever horrible, horrible place he he came from. To do other plans to make me his to make me his champion, and presumably to do whatever else that he does all day. All right, so here I am in Silver Wisp, and they're trying to, and everyone there is working to put it back together. I'm going to visit Captain Millark. Captain Millark is pleased to see you, Hush, but harshly warns you against assisting with the cleanup of the village. You've done more than your fair share of late, he says, smirking. Once they rebuild this tavern, I'll see to it that you're drawn a tankard of the finest, of their finest. Paleo for me, of course. The captain tells you that once his men retrieve the cache of interesting items that were discovered, you'll be the first, uh, you'll have first pick from among them. You bid him farewell and make your way out of the ruined tavern. Right, adventures for this location. A dark chapter closes. At long last, you take your leave of Captain Millark and the village of Silvis, content to know that at least for now, Woundskin has been thwarted. Unless that was the plan all along. Captain Millark seemingly is wit's end commanding the rebuilding efforts in and around the village. Smiles wearily as you step into the ruins of the Hedge Long Tavern and meet him in the shoulder cross. We've had our share of it this morning. It seems that Woundskin and his departing minions have left behind more than a handful of twigs and traps. Thankfully, no one's been killed, though a few missing fingers and some rattled nerves to show for it. Malaka carries deeply and slaps you on the shoulder. Never mind about any of that, he says. That's mine to tend to. However, there is something over here I'd like for you to see. Minak leads you to the far corner of the ruined tavern, where upon this char- a charred table sits a small iron-banded wooden chest. The chest emits a pale blue glow. This arrived here last night, he tells you, under the arm of a hooded man who would not reveal his name or purpose. 
it would only say that it was only to be opened by you. Don't entertain me, of course. But no sooner had he made this delivery, he vanished into thin air. My own feeling is just another trap left in the demon's wake. But I'll let you come to your own thoughts on that. Where the possibility of a gruesome malady awaiting you within the chest, you cautiously approach the glowing container. Much to the surprise, however, you are drawn to within an arm's length of the table. As you draw to within an arm's length of the table, the blue aura surrounding your chest suddenly fades, and the lid splings open. With all due caution, you step forward and peer into the chest. The chest is filled with broad, flat, square stones, no bigger than your thumb. Each of the pieces, pieces bears an intricate wound, which seems to plainly represent a particular skill or magical discipline that you possess. Although, a number, a couple of the markings, one of the eye and one of the hands, seem rather cryptic. You stare at the spooning stones that fill the chest, wondering which of them you will take first. Yep, so... So you get these... Yeah, so you got the choice of every skill and every power that you have. You've got wounds for them. Then you've got the wounds of the eye and the wounds of the hand. But picking a wound... You get experience to whatever you choose. So, and the hand, rule of the hand, that gives you gold. Now, since gold's now easy to get, I'm not going to choose that. I'm just going to go for wound of the eye or all round. Because then I have general XP, which I can use on anything. With the eye. Yes. I reach into the chest and pick the runic stone. This small square piece of stone bears a faintly glowing blue wound. The chest grows bright blue for a moment before returning to its normal hue. The lid stays open. Chest remains full of the small runic stones. The second of six now. You stare at the runic stones that fill the chest, wondering which of them you will take next. I again. Uh, and the third, the I. The I once more. The fifth is the I. Yeah, there's just now with these, with these, it's better if that if you get them in groups of three, you get more experience that way. If you pick what, if you spread them amongst different categories, then you end up with less experience, less experience at the end of it. You stare at the runic stones to fill up the chest, only which in the text that's wound of the eye again. Yep. The chest grows bright blue for a moment and then vanishes. Captain Malak lets us start Shah's grasp, though with everything that's happened of late in Wishes, you're not entirely certain that a disappearing chest will merit such a pronounced reaction. 
Let that be the close of this chapter, he says. He quickly regained his composure. At long last, an end. We share a final meal with Captain Millark in the ruined tavern before preparing to set off from Zero Wisp. I've come to know you as a friend, above all else, he says, initiating shoulder cross to make ready to part. The feeling our paths will cross, cross again today. I can honestly say, though, I hope it's not in Silverwis. He bid Captain Malark a farewell, wish him luck in the clean-up and rebuilding your village and setting off on your way. Congratulations on having completed a difficult and lengthy event, Soup. Here are your much-deserved rewards. Sixteen adventure tokens. 3,072 experience to general. Alright, important. This is all in green. It is recommended that you not save your game. You may wish to, pl to play, replay the scenarios to choose a different selection of wounds. Important. Your next, destina your next destination should be the long-abandoned village of Elms. Elm Nor on the Heart Hills of Southwest Tessia. There, you are likely to discover a use for the wounds you've acquired here. That's the end of that adventure. Okay, now, you know what? Let's continue to Elm's Knoll and see, see what does turn up there. It's in the Heart Hills, Southwest Tosa. There we go. The village of Elms No, on the southern edge of the Hart Hills, has been deserted for the better part of a century, following its destruction in the hands of Elms No. What's the link here? Situated on the southern edge of the Hart Hills, the ruined village of Elms No, Elm No, was long ago abandoned. Following the slaughter resistance along with a regiment of Tyson soldiers, the hands of Woundskin and a small army of mountain goblins. Who indeed are the brave souls who dare tread on what is, what is now believed to be haunted ground? All around are, watting, oh, are the watting, overgrown and charred remains of what was once the village centre. An eerie feeling comes over you as you stand amidst the ageing ruins. Alright, I'm going to explore the village. You set out to explore the village ruins. Curious to learn more about this place of historical infamy. Haven't gone far when you spot a small, tall, thin, wag-clad figure standing in the shaggy's second doorway. A watting, dilapidated building just off the overgrown main forest there. The figure quickly retreats into the shadows of the crumbling structure. Approach the ruined building, I guess. As you draw up to the sagging doorway of a watching building, a tall, wide-clad elderly man with long, unkempt locks of white hair emerges, wielding an axe. You've seen what there is to see here, sure enough, he grumbles. Go back out of here, how you came in. You can still leave on your own feet. Ask the man what he's doing here. You partly ask, ask the old man what he's doing in the ruined village. Your question only serves to anger him. He curses at you and staggers out of his doorway in the building, swinging at you wildly with his axe. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, I'm fighting a right-clagged old man. I'm going to subdue him. I think he's 
I don't think he's white in the head. The old man hacks at you with his axe. I have subdued him. Now maybe I can learn what happened. 1 XP. The old man collapses to the ground, soundly defeated, but not permanently harmed. You must forgive me, quotes the old man, as you hoping to resist me. They, long ago, one more blind, for I admit that these days even they have chosen to forsake me, for the most part. You ask the old man who he means by they, and what little colour remains on his face quickly days. They have been my nightmare for nearly the last century, he says in a low voice, as if he fears being overheard. They promised me power and riches beyond reason. Well, it's true, I once had such things. Look at me now. A little more than a frightened creature, alone, starving most of the time, afraid of every noise, afraid of every shadow. Intrigued by this. Intrigued by this tale, you're pressing for more details. He seems reluctant to speak at length. I was here when the village fell, he says gravely. I will say no more, but you must understand I cannot. Now that illusion, the magic of the dead, and arcane knowledge will guide you. But it is not a journey I can recommend. The old man refuses to speak further, and curtly bids you farewell, before regaining his feet and retreating into the shadowy interior of the dilapidated building. Now that, now that there's a hint that if you... If you if you use the runes for Arcania, Illusion, Necromancy, you get something, just something unique. But it's not really, it's not it's not as it's not near as survival now anymore because you can get it later automatically through a quest. It's really good. So it's possibly the best in the game. So now usually Usually people either get them all to that one skill or power they really want to level up or just get them all for general experience. What's in the forest surrounding the village? The tangled wood that surrounds Elms Knoll is not easy to navigate, and you're struggling through a particularly dense patch of laurel, and you're about to abandon your exploration when you suddenly happen upon a curious find. Barely visible, tucked away behind a wall of vines that occurs in the foliage, you discover a towering stone idol made in the likeness of an open clawed hand. The idol's thick, cracked fingers stretch towards the sky. Examine the idol more closely. A close inspection of the idol reveals that its palm bears three small, shallow, square impressions. You suddenly realise the runic stones you retrieve from the glowing chest in Rosewisp Wisp would fit perfectly into the impressions. Okay, set my wounds into the idol. You stand before the towering stone idol of the clawed hand. Three small square impressions are set into its outward turned palm. You have not yet placed any wounds to the pressure of the other palm. Okay, placing wound of the eye. 
Okay, for the place, place your wound with the eye into the impressions on the palm of the idol. Place a wound with the eye again. Place a wound with the eye again. It's now growing brilliantly blue. Touch the glowing surface of the idol. A strange sensation washes over you as you lay your hand on the stone idol. 6,144 experience to general. How about that? The glow emitted from the idol suddenly intensifies. Last phase, you note the impressions on its palms are now empty. Yep, set, set a wound. But set the eye wound into it. It's going a faint blue. Then a bright blue. And then a brilliant blue. Touch the idol again. Another 6,144 experience to general. Which is also very nice. The glow emitted by the idol suddenly intensifies. Last phase, you know, the presence in its palms are now empty. And, yep. Okay, now there's an adventure here. So there I are, I've just got 12,000 experience. experience. On top of all the experience that I got, that I've got through, through this quest and at the end of it. So, yep. Lots of experience. Ventures for this location. A prince uncrowned. It's been nearly a hundred years to the day since he last departed Elm's Knoll. Elm Knoll. Embark on this adventure. He strolls slowly along the overgrown main thoroughfare of Elm Knoll, noting every turn unmistakable evidence of the savage end that befell this village nearly a century ago. Yep, and that would have happened to Silverwisp and possibly other villagers if I hadn't stopped him. Instead, it's only nearly completely destroyed. Nearly completely destroyed. Which is a, which is a bit of an upgrade. And I think also a lot less people have died. A lot of people have died, but less. Almost every way, the wooden stone, stone buildings of Elm's Knoll remind you of a silver crisp, a place that will haunt your dreams until your dying day. You pause at the crumbling town well and just leaned over to peer into it when a sudden and deep, deep sense of dread comes over you. Prepared to face the unexpected, you promptly turn on your heel and plant your feet, hoeing engulfs you. When your eyes fall upon the menacing figure, figure standing only ten yards to the south, the hulking ogre, its thick, leathery, his thick, leathery skin covered in glowing blue wounds, flashes a wicked grin and bows deeply. You hardly think that it's ended in Silverwisp, do you? Snarls Wolfskin. I would expect that my chosen champion is just a bit more grateful when I honour him with my presence. There is a price to be paid for disappointing me. No, what, what, no, uh, yeah, just, uh, no, it just did a, alright, continue. Silver, 
so spoon-skinned, waves his massive hand, and a curtain of shimmering silver pierces left. Slowly, a moving image takes shape on its glittering surface, and you watch as it depicts an unkempt young stable hand, perhaps no long older than twenty, toiling tediously as he hobbles amongst the low world, long row of skulls in a blossoming stable. A pitiful sight, is it not? Quinn's Woonskin. The lad can't speak, and has a lame leg. He's no more clever than the beast to which his turns. And so his fate, and so is his fate sealed. A life of hopeless misery. A life that will never end. A fitting punishment for a traitor, and one whose arrogance made him forgetful of precisely the wrong sort of things. You're, you're puzzled by his display, and what? The immortal organization you, his next words, however, bring you all to light and shock you to the core. Behold, soup, wars once again, and feast your eyes upon Icor, Prince of the Stable. You call your encounter with Prince Icor, while in civil risk, wonder, wonder how the immortal demon attempted to betray Wundskim. How could you possibly hope to succeed in such foolhardy treachery? Akikor was arrogant, incompetent, and utterly unworthy of the protest so benevolently placed upon him. Was sneers Woonskid. None of that matters, though, for I have chosen a new champion, and he stands before me now. Woundskin waves his hands, and the shimmering silver curtain vanishes. He waves his hand once again, and a collection of six magnificent weapons appear before you, hovering in mid-air. The weapons of the crownless Icor. Choose one of them, my champion. Despite your reluctance, you feel inexplicably compelled to take hold of one of the six weapons floating before, before in front of you. You carefully look over, over each of them. Okay, let's view them. I cause death blade. 22 melee waiting, 4 stammer points, 1 body, 1 might. This imposing wicked weapon was monks amongst the pride of the now fallen Prince Icor's arsenal, a deadly battle instrument. It is a formidable piece. This weapon is of magical quality. Alright, I cause cleaver. It's a hacking weapon. This imposing, wicked weapon was once among the pride of the now fallen Prince Icor's deadly battle instrument. This is a formidable piece. This weapon is of magical quality. And then it is Basha. Yes, and they all have the power of the spirit of Icor. This imposing, wicked weapon. Yeah, and what's about his iron spear? This imposing wicked weapon was once amongst the pride, the pride of the de- pride of the fallen Prince Icarus arsenal of deadly battle in- instruments. It's a formidable piece. This weapon is of magical quality. It's Carver. It's a weapon stabbing. Yep, 
This imposing wicked weapon was once amongst the pride of the now fallen Prince Cycles Arsenal of deadly battling splints, a formidable piece weapons of magical and his dragon bone staff. Which requires two hands, so is objectively the worst, pretty much. Because you can't because it take it's got the same stats. But you can't hold a shield, so you end up weaker. And also, it requires weaponry stats. Weaponry staves to get the bonuses, and you need to pay to learn that. Yep, so, which one do I pick? So, when you say which weapon to, which weapon to take, click on the corresponding option below. Hmm, what to take? What to take? You know, most people take the Death Blade. Because most, because it, pretty much everybody, weaponry slashing is their most powerful skill. It does this. It's just how things work out. Because, well, because the... Because the first weapon you pick up is usually a sword. And that means that's going to pull ahead. Which means you're going to keep picking up swords. It's going to continue to pull ahead. But you know what? I feel like taking something... I feel like just messing it up a bit for a change. I'm going to take... I could cause Basha. There's no, yeah, that that nope, that's as good as they get. Oh, yep, I'll take Icicles Batcher. Because hey, you know what? I just feel like I just feel like smashing things sometimes. You take hold of the weapon. The wicked grin stretches across Woundskin's face. Wild, widens considerably. An interesting choice. An interesting choice, he snarls. Hako had even less taste in weaponry than he had wit. Nevertheless, you have chosen. Wounded again waves his hand, and the five weapons still floating before you instantly vanish, replaced by three new hovering items. A thin silver crown, a cape of silver mesh, and a thick iron wristband. Crown, the, the crown, the cape, and the bracelet of a prince. Hardly fitting that such a treasure should remain the property of a dull-witted, speechless stable hand. Take one of them, my companion. Again, despite strong reservations about taking any of the objects Yogi is presenting you, you feel powerfully and inexplicably compelled to obey his command. Carefully study the three items. So there's Icor's crown. That's three melee rating and nine stamina points. Yep, so that's much, much better than, than my current one, which is just... Ooh, actually, it's got less stamina points. Hmm, maybe it's not worth taking after all. But the three melee rating. Hmm. Icos Clown. Oh, it's also a plus one body, plus one might. This plain silver band once adorned the head of Prince Icor, 
a Jay's skull is set into the front of this extraordinary headpiece. And then there's Ikecore's cape. Three melee rating, eight stamina points. One body, one might. This thin cape of silver mesh once fell over Prince Ikecore's bulky torso. A skull has been embroidered with iron thread in the middle of, of this extraordinary piece of armour. Now, that looks good, but the thing is, later in the game, you're going to get a much, much better cape. So, now, that is not worth picking at all. For, from character development point, point of view. Of course, if you just think, it's a really cool cape, then that's, that's your motivation, then take it, but... And then there's Ikecore's wristband. This thick, this thick iron wristband was once the property of Prince Ikecore. A jade skull has been set into the top of this extraordinary piece of armour. Yeah, so three melee waiting and three stamina points. What to take, what to take. Ooh, it's a toughie. It's between the crown. Now let's see. Yeah, I'll go for the wristman. When you decided which weapon to take, click on the corresponding option below to continue. I'll just take the wristband. Ikecore's most prized possession, sneers Woundskin, who seemed also take great pleasure in the choice you made. I feel almost compelled to return into a less pitiful state, so he might witness his beloved in the hands of another. I take Ikecore's wristband. This thick iron wristband was once the property of Winter. A jade skull has been sent into the top of this extraordinary piece of armour. Woundskin waves his hand and the two of my remaining items hovering before you vanish. There's something else I have for you. Woundskin clenches his right hand into a fist, then slowly uncurls it, feeling a small square, a small stone square, resting in the centre of his leathery palm. Flicks the curious item at you and you instinctively catch it. Of Icor. This small square piece of stone bears a faintly glowing blue wound. The wound of Icor, he says, his lips boring back into a hideous sneer as, he's, as he utters the name of his former champion. It now belongs to my new champion. Woundskin bows deeply and then regards you with a single stoic nod. Then, in the next instant, he, instant without a word, he is gone, fluttering high into the air from the spot in which he stood only a moment ago. Is a magnificent golden butterfly. Smash it! Smash it! Smash it! Smash it! Smash it! Smash it! Of course, it wouldn't work. But we watch as the great, graceful, broad-winged creature is is swept eastward by a sudden breeze and becomes lost from sight in the tall grass. That borders Elm's Knoll's main forest there. That's the end of that quest. Now let's find out what that wound does.
forest, salmon worm, set the idol, place the wound of Ikecore. I place this wound of Ikecore, means the grove faintly blue, touches the glowing surface of the idol. Ooh, 4096 experience to general. That's pretty nice. So, yep, lots. So that is, so that marks, uh, actually there's one more thing I should do, because the thing about this basher, is if you equip it, you, it, it, it's evil. If you equip it, you turn evil, and I, I don't want that. And it just so happens to be someone who I can trade it to for something exactly as good, but less evil. Now this seems to be what nearly everybody does. You just look look at the character profiles. Everybody goes and trades it, trades it in. Even though statistically speaking, it's the same. Well, actually, there are, there's a small... There are, Actually, there are a few cases where where one is better than the other, but where the the good one is better. Explore the city, Blade Square, Marketplace, Mizel. Mizel is happy to see you again, and he's quick to ask how you've been keeping yourself. The one-eyed weapon dealer. Her left eye covered by a striking silver pack. Toshi sits up down to ply her trade in Twithic for a while. Some of my traders are afraid to do business in the city, she says, hinting at the unsavoury reputation the Witherboard has earned itself over the years. I'm not so easily distracted, though. Go to her in conversation. Mazel Toshi. Yeah. Uh, let's have a, have a look at some of the RII items. I ask her about I cause Basher. So I show her the I show her I cause Basher. Marshall lays out an impressive collection of shimmering silver weapons on the table before her. Tells you we trade any of these weapons for I cause Basher. So, I can. It's Shearing Silver Longsword. At times, that's the same. Ooh, it's actually slightly better stats. Yeah, that boosts. Yeah, these are actually better. This boosts three stats by one. Shearing Silver Longsword. This is the weapon that most people end up with for most of the game. Times, this sword appears to be just an ordinary weapon. Other times, however, uh, particularly from wide angles, it emits a bright silver shimmer. A sense of assurance washes over you when you're handy touching. Wielding this virtuous weapon will raise your alignment to saintly. This weapon is of magical quality. So, I've got... Um, and it's the same description for the other. Well, they're all, 
This is a long sword, an axe, a mace, a spear, a dagger, and a staff. So, oh, what to take? What to take? Well, well, I'm, 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 I'm having. I gave a mace, so I'll take. And once again, the staff is the worst because it requires two hands. You boost twenty-two melee waiting, four stamina points, one body, one mind, one spirit. All right, I'm going to swap trade for the shimmering silver wet mace. Okay, I've got rid of, I traded Icor Smasher with the Shimmering Silver Mace. There's a fair swap if there ever was, she says. May the new weapon serve you, Rosoop. My client is going to be thrilled with the peace you've given me. Okay, now, to finish it off, I'm going to put a take the bonus from the Sword of Souls... And put it, um, put it on the shimmering silver mace, making that my official main weapon now. Yes, there we are. Now to equip these things, shimmering silver mace. I could cause wristband. There, I've got my melee weighting up to 144. My stamina up to 158. Uh, my neville reserve is 37. I, yeah, I lost some by swapping out the emerald bracelet. Now to the city gates to save. And that is that's us done. That's us that's done with the wound skin saga. Farewell, fellow adventurers. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.